We've been hearing this week from um, the books of the Maccabees, and some of these stories, I think, can be a little bit shocking to us, um, a little bit graphic, um, a little bit outrageous. But um, we hear today how Mattathias, and um, standing with all of his brothers and all of his sons, um, defies the, the, the emperor's or the king's um, people who are trying to make him sacrifice, sacrifice to the king, sacrifice to their gods. Um, and he says, no, I'm going to stand by the law of the Lord. I'm going to stand by um, the God of the people of Israel. Um, and he's so zealous in that, that even when he sees another Jew go forward and offer sacrifice, he jumps on him and kills him. And then he kills the, the king's commissioner who's trying to enforce it all upon them. Um, it seems a bit horrific and violent. But I think a, a good way, if we look at this and wonder how can we draw some inspiration from, from what the Lord offers us in these scriptures, um, I think a good question is, how much, how much zeal is there in the heart of Manatius um, and these other martyrs in the book of the Maccabees um, to live out the law of the Lord? We see here that Mattathias will, will do nothing, other, he will, doesn't want to do anything at all that will take him away from doing the will of God, that will take him away from the law that God has given them, that God has put into his heart such a zeal, such a fervor to live out his will. Um, and I think a good question for us as we look at these readings, as we hear them, um, is that what, what would it take for God to put such a fervor in our hearts that we would be that passionately committed um, to following God's will, wanting to do um, whatever he calls us to, whatever he asks of us? Let's just keep that question in our minds because I want to also have a look at the gospel today. Short little gospel and it Again, also might sound a little bit shocking if we listen to the, the, the back half of the Gospels. We think that, that Jesus is just saying that there's, there's doom in store for you all and that there's just destruction coming. Um, he speaks of how um, yeah, the, the, the city of God is going to be torn down and you're all going to be hemmed in by your enemies. Um, and it sounds like this is a sort of terrible, fearful kind of thing. Um, but I think it's important that we don't listen to the end of what Jesus says without listening to the whole reading and seeing the context that the first few lines give us of what Jesus is trying to say and how he's really acting towards us and towards um, the disciples that he's speaking to. Because we can hear this, this speak of destruction, this speak of doom that's going to come to us, um, come to those who haven't heard the word of God, and we can think that, that that's, that's God's kind of wrath against us or even that God's trying to inspire us by fear of destruction, that we should follow him because we don't want to um, have all the bad things that are going to happen to us otherwise. But that's not the kind of heart that Jesus is coming from. And we see that if we look at this first line, that Jesus comes and looks upon Jerusalem, understanding that if the people turn away from him, they're turning down a path of destruction, and he weeps for them. His heart is broken for his people because he so loves them, so desires that they would be drawn close into relationship with him. Um, and it's, it's heartbreaking for him that they turn away, that they don't lean into the relationship that God offers them. And so we see this is, this is the real context of Jesus' um, prophecy here, that he's yearning for his people to be close to him. He's yearning for his people to, to come to God and to know the fullness of life 
and it breaks his heart that they would turn down a path of destruction. God doesn't want to inspire us to follow him, to, to live the new life that he calls us to because of the fear of destruction, the fear of whatever um, will happen to us if we fall away from the Lord. But God wants to actually draw us by this tender love that we see in Jesus' actions. Jesus shows us the, the heart of our Father God in this. That first of all, he wants to draw us close to him. He desires to be in relationship with us, to have his children close to his heart. And this is how he wants us to, to inspire us um, to live the life that he calls us to, to, to turn away from sin and to change our habits, not out of fear of consequences, not out of fear of judgment, but the, the far greater motivation that God wants to give us is that we would have a taste of his love, a taste of his tenderness uh, and the intimacy of coming close to him because that will stir up uh, a far greater desire in our hearts than fear ever could. God wants to move us in, with love. He wants us to know the gift um, of what it really means to be his beloved children. And that is a powerful, passionate fire that will, that will transform our lives because it will, it's such a wonderful love that it will draw us to do marvelous things. It will draw us to turn away from anything else in life, to want to be close to the Lord and want to do his will and want to follow his ways. So let's ask that um, as we see Jesus pouring out his love in his tears today, that he would pour out some of that love upon us that we can receive and experience God's love, that we can know it such that we can have that zeal to really live a life centered on and directed towards doing the will of the Lord and drawing close to him.